Here at Divine Savior Church, we've been in this series called New Year, New You. Uh, so how's it going? Well, three weeks in, and you think about your resolutions. How are you doing with them? Three weeks into the new year. Uh, maybe you didn't write any down. Uh, maybe you didn't tell your spouse about any of them. But I think all of us just kind of naturally feel like the new year is a time where we can make some changes. Maybe it's a turning point to just do some things different, do some things new. And so maybe we don't even call it a resolution, but you kind of get that sense. Uh, here's an opportunity to kind of turn things around, do some different things. So how's it going? Three weeks in. How are you doing with those? Uh, if you're like the majority of people, this is like now it starts to become maybe the struggle time, right? Uh, it becomes a little bit challenging because we got to keep it going through this month and then into next month. And maybe if you're really dedicated, you know that something that will help you with those resolutions is accountability. That can often be a great way to make sure that you accomplish the goals that you set and the achievements that you want. And when you're looking for accountability, you might even think, I'm going to go to a professional. So if you have concerns about your health, go and talk to your doctor, right? Uh, if you want to establish some new eating habits, maybe you're going to enlist the help of a professional dietitian who can craft a meal plan for you. Maybe if you want to get fit, slim down a little bit. Maybe you don't just join the gym, but then you actually take them up on their offer of that free consult with the personal trainer who's going to give you a, a specific exercise regimen that you can follow. Maybe if your resolutions are a little bit more emotional and psychological, maybe you'd even take the bold step to be open and vulnerable with a therapist or a counselor. When you think about all those different professionals that you might engage with, their credentials matter, right? Like the initials that they can put after their name on their business card, like that matters. It's important because you need to be confident in their education, their, their training, their experience, and their ability to speak with authority, to lead you, to teach you, and to guide you so that you might accomplish those goals. Credentials matter. And if you're not convinced of that, well then I will just allow AT&T to convince you. Have you ever worked for Dr. Francis? Oh yeah, he's okay. Just okay? Guess who just got reinstated? Well, not officially. Nervous? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. I'll see you in there. Just okay is not okay. You leave it to me. I'll get your taxes in an okay place. What? Well, just as soon as my audit is over, this gets my undivided attention. Take a lot of trips to the Caymans, Phil. Pretty great, right? Oh, Phil's legally dead. Fell off a boat. Going by Dennis now. Solari. <laughs> Long story. We got, oh, no. We're not going to want to see this. Let I me, don't think this is going to work. Just okay is not okay. Earth scared. Don't be. I'm perfectly okay at this. Just okay? First time is always hard. Does it get any easier? I'll let you know. Nope, the second time is just as scary. Just okay is not okay. 
Just okay is not okay. Uh, credentials matter. And so I'm ex- so excited that you're here. I'm excited that you're listening. You're, you're watching online. You've gathered with us. You got to witness baptisms this morning. I am thrilled that you are here. Whether you are a longtime Christian, maybe you're brand new to the Bible, uh, maybe you're just looking to get some spiritual grounding in the new year, but I'm thrilled and I'm excited that you're here. But what are the credentials here? Is it just okay? Or is it more than okay? And I can tell you mine. I have some diplomas that are uh, hanging up in my office. But that's not really what I mean. I mean Jesus' credentials. I mean, the, the Bible, this Word of God that we have, that we're gathered around this morning, I, I mean, uh, the baptisms that we celebrated today and, and what that means, the, the credentials that are there for that. Is God's Word just okay? Or is it significantly more, significantly better? Is, is baptism just okay or is it more? And all of that depends on Jesus. Is Jesus just okay? Or is he more? Can Jesus really change your life? Can Jesus really have an impact on your life, change you, mold you for the good, bring about blessings in your life? Because some people have claimed that Jesus was just okay. He was just an okay teacher, an okay philosopher, even an okay prophet, but when it comes to your eternal well-being, just okay is not okay. I have good news for you this morning because Jesus is significantly more, significantly better than just okay. And his credentials are on full display for you this morning in the historic event that we saw recorded for us. Matthew writes it down for us as Jesus came to the Jordan River in southern Israel to be baptized by John. And we see that here that as Jesus came to be baptized by John, John was somebody who had established his spiritual credentials. He had been teaching and preaching in that desert region, that wilderness area around the Jordan River. He had been telling people that the kingdom of God was fast approaching. He had been encouraging them to repent to turn back to God, to turn away from disobedience and immorality and rebellion and to turn back to God. He had practiced a baptism, a baptism that was of repentance. And this baptism, it also brought the forgiveness of sins. And as Jesus came, he was about 30 years old. So no longer the the baby who was laid to rest in the manger bed. No longer the infant to whom the wise men from the east brought their gifts of gold and incense and myrrh. No longer that young boy who engaged with the Jewish leaders in the temple and in the synagogues. No, he had grown up now and he was about to officially and publicly assume his mission, which is why he came to John. And look at how John reacted. John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? You see, as impressive and popular as John was, 
As much as he had gotten those credentials, John the Baptist, he knew that Jesus was significantly more. He knew that Jesus' credentials were far superior to his. And even if John didn't yet realize at this time that Jesus was a very sinless, perfect, holy son of God, he knew that he was going to be important and instrumental in ushering in God's kingdom. He could tell by the way that Jesus, his own cousin, lived his life that he was someone special. And Jesus didn't need a baptism of repentance, a baptism that was for the forgiveness of sins. Because Jesus had never disobeyed. He never rebelled against his heavenly Father. John knew that he had. John knew that he needed to be spiritually washed clean to stand before God. You know what? Jesus, he doesn't tell John that he's wrong, but he does say this. He says, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus declared a very important aspect of his mission, a goal that he had, an accomplishment he needed to achieve to fulfill all righteousness. To check off the box that centuries and millennia of people never had. That you and I never have. You know what's amazing? Every single year, you and I could make resolutions. Every single year. And it doesn't matter how many years we have had, how many years we have lived, still, every single year, we can make a resolution. Because there will always be mistakes to avoid, problems to fix, personality flaws to overcome, weaknesses to to strengthen, habits to change. Every single year. Does that ever frustrate you? Does it ever aggravate you? Does Does it depress you? It's a clear sign to us that we haven't fulfilled all righteousness. Are you with me? Because righteousness is a really big word. It's a big term. It's a big term that has a meaning that's both very simple and yet complex. Righteousness, simply put, is to live right, to do the right thing. But the complexity comes when we ask the follow-up question. Well, who determines what is right? Who's going to judge and evaluate my righteousness? Who's the one who sets the standard for righteousness? And you have an answer to those questions in the miraculous signs that accompanied Jesus' baptism. 
Matthew records this for us, that as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. And at that moment, heaven was opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Don't you want God to say that of you? If there's any reason for you to be here and to be listening to the words that I am saying you to the morning, this morning, isn't that it? Like, do you want to know that God is pleased in your life? Do you want to know that God has given his approval over the things that you have done? That, that, you, that you can stand before God and hear those words? That you can grow closer to God and know what kind of a life pleases him? Which tells us that God is the one who sets a standard for righteousness. God is the one who's going to judge and evaluate our own righteousness. And we, we know that we are lacking. Because when it comes to our holy, almighty, divine God, just okay is not okay. Just okay is not okay to enjoy his presence for all eternity. Just okay is not okay to know that we have that gift of eternal life. The problem that we meet here is that before God, before his clear standards of righteousness, you and I are just okay. But Jesus, Jesus was not just okay. Jesus was significantly more than okay. Significantly better. And this historical event from Jesus' life is significant for your well-being, your future. Not only for the year ahead, but for all eternity. Jesus has the right credentials not just to help you to meet some sort of achievement to to gain some sort of accomplishment Jesus doesn't give you a list of steps that you need to carry out and hit Jesus is not going to give you the the meal plan for how you can change your habits he's not going to demonstrate for you some exercises so they can get slimmer and fitter he won't prescribe to you some medications that are just going to alleviate symptoms Jesus, he has the right credentials not just to help us, but to save us. To save us from our sins. To save us from this broken world. Because Jesus took our place. Jesus fulfilled all righteousness in our stead. And that righteousness that Jesus fulfilled for us, it now covers you. It covers over your your lack. (coughs) so that you can stand before God and you can hear those words that God said to Jesus that his declaration that he is pleased in him it is now spoken of you those supernatural signs that accompanied Jesus' resurrection they give you his credentials that the Holy Spirit came and lighted on him that God's voice boomed from the sky and publicly declared that he was his son he was the one who was chosen and anointed to come into this world and to carry forth God's mission 
And in this baptism, Jesus assumed that mission. He intimately connected himself with you and I, divinity with humanity, and he declared that he would carry out God's gracious plan of rescue for every single soul, yours and mine included. And that plan of rescue would fulfill all righteousness every step of the way, all the way to the cross, where Jesus would sacrifice his life for us. And without all righteousness fulfilled, if, if Jesus is just okay, well then his death on the cross is just okay. And without all righteousness fulfilled, then the amazing historical event that's recorded for us, that this same dead Jesus who was taken off that cross, placed into a tomb, that he was alive again three days later, this miraculous resurrection Without all righteousness fulfilled, it's just okay. But Jesus fulfilled all righteousness. And so his death and his resurrection becomes something significantly more, significantly better. It becomes the glorious way in which God declares that you have entry into the kingdom of heaven. It becomes the glorious gift of God that he has given to you that Jesus' righteousness is now your own this miraculous gift that you reign with Christ and you are made new in your life. It's this miraculous truth that then empowers us. Jesus empowers you to make your resolutions with confidence rather than caution. With eagerness rather than dread. And with joy rather than guilt. You're able to do those things because you know Jesus has already fulfilled all righteousness. Your baptisms remind you that you are empowered to do this because you are connected to Christ. Your baptism reminds you that God has said of you, you are my own dear child. With you I am well pleased. You are my own dear child whom I love. Baptism is a physical, concrete assurance and guarantee that God, that he has forgiven your sins, that he walks with you every step of your life, that he has made you new and he has empowered you to live out that life, that he has sent his Holy Spirit to come down upon you and that that Holy Spirit continues to encourage you every single day. God does have commands and instructions. Jesus himself gives us commands and instructions that he wants us to follow direction for our lives, but you can follow them not from a place of guilt or from a place of fear, but with joy in knowing that Jesus has already fulfilled all righteousness to live in that baptismal grace. And so, my dear friends, Jesus is not just okay. He is significantly more, significantly better than just okay. He has fulfilled all righteousness in your place. He has connected himself to you through your baptisms to remind you that you live with his spirit and his presence every single day of your life. That he has the right credentials to be your savior, to change your very life, and to live in that forgiveness and grace. And so you are right to come to Jesus. You are right to come to his word and listen to it. 
because Jesus has fulfilled all righteousness. He is more than just okay, and he now empowers you by your baptism to live a new life. And all God's people said,